Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms in Sales podcast. I'm Rachel, your host of today's show, and we have a great discussion in store for you on flirting to get the sale. Is it a smart move? Is it morally okay? Joining us, we have our founder, Lynn. Hi there. And two esteemed guests, Debbie George. Hello. And Keith Larson. Hi there. How are you doing? Debbie is a marketing and sales professional with over 25 years of experience in the construction and manufacturing industry. And Keith is an experienced leader with expertise in sales, finance, operations, human resources, and engineering. So Debbie and Keith, let's go ahead and dive right in. So thinking about women flirting in sales, why do you think some women do? Why do they flirt with their prospects or their clients? Well, I think they do that just oh. to get the door open and establish some kind of rapport relationship with uh, whoever they're talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree as well. And and sometimes I think women with big personalities can be perceived as flirting when maybe it's just their natural demeanor. Um, you know, and I think other women flirt because they think it might help them get the sale which, yeah, it usually backfires. So, so I, I was oh, gonna, so go that's ahead. a really good point, Debbie. I was going to just comment on that. I think that's a really good point. Between There's a very fine line, I think, between flirting and just being a big personality and trying to be friendly and open with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also think there's yeah. a difference if it's unconscious or if it's intentional. Correct. Yep. And yeah, sometimes it's really hard to tell because it it really is a fine line between flirty and overly friendly. So. Mm -hmm. So Debbie, both you and Keith have mentioned that some women think it would help them build rapport or get the sale. Where do you think that idea comes from? Well, I think, you know, I think Mm. in today's world, even with technology, people still buy from people they, they like. And I think most salespeople understand that. And so they want to establish a rapport and really get the people to like them because they think there's a better chance. And I think historical perspective is they will have a better chance to get the sale done if somebody likes them. But if you cross over that fine line of trying to establish rapport to actually flirting and you're doing that intentionally, then I think that's where the danger comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, another thing, too, if you take a look at the workplace in today's environment, a lot of things are done electronically, digitally, via text or email. And if you have somebody meeting face-to-face, um, you know, sometimes people are looking for romance. And a lot of people find romance in the office. Or if you're calling on somebody and you find yourself extremely attractive, you know, and you're single and you're young and you're looking, that might be a cause for, you know, kind of maybe stepping outside your norm and being a little flirtatious too. I mean, even if you're not so young. Well, that's true. I mean, people are in this environment and in sales, people are dealing with people and people are going to be people. (laughs) And I think, I think you're right, Debbie, that 
it's okay to flirt if you're intentionally flirting with somebody that you are attracted to. I think where, you know, you have to be extremely careful. If you're flirting just to get somebody's attention to get the sale, that message could come across wrong. And then it sets up a dynamic where, you know, the other person may want to take it farther than you intended it to do. So, yeah, flirting for a good reason, if you're attracted to them, hey, that's world is the world. But if you're flirting it with the wrong intention of never really having interest in somebody, then I think you you set up a problem dynamic. Yeah, I, Keith, what I hear you're saying is it's about authenticity. Because when you're being Correct. authentic with someone, you're able to build the rapport, the relational capital with another person. And that could be being really friendly. I know I've always been very friendly in my sales approach. Um, but it was never an in, intentionally to be flirty, but it was to build that rapport, to build a relational capital. And when you're not being authentic and you're not being yourself, at least I feel that people can see through that. And if not immediately, they certainly do in the long term. And that will damage your relationship and the long term um, uh, potential to have that connection with that individual over the years. I mean, what yeah, do you guys think? I think that's the exact that's the exact right word. If you're in sales, you need to be authentic. Period. And in this case, especially, and Debbie was telling me a case of where this did backfire on somebody. If you if you're really out there and you're starting to warm up to somebody with the wrong intentions and you're not authentic, you could lose that customer in a heartbeat. Yeah, Debbie, what's oh, that story? Absolutely. Oh, well, it, it, it's somebody that um, I used to work with, and she had just recently been divorced and, you know, um, was feeling kind of good about herself. And she's not an outwardly flirty person normally, but she was in a situation where she was with her client, and her client was a male and brought his boss, and she just made a comment that really isn't normally like what she would make. She was trying to be funny. And her client's boss looked at her and said, I, I don't think you should have said that. You know, that really wasn't warranted. And she ended up losing the business. And it was just, she was trying to be funny, just a little bit flirty, a little bit cute. And it backfired. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you've been talking a little bit about when it's okay to flirt in sales. And you've mentioned that it might be okay to flirt when you're genuinely attracted to the person. Is it ever okay to flirt when you're not genuinely attracted or it's supposed to just be a bit of a casual thing, a fun thing? What do you think? I don't know, Debbie, if you want to start oh. answering first, fine. But I, I think it's a really, in today's world, it's a really dangerous setup if you're flirting with somebody you know, if, you, if you're flirting with somebody, it could turn out that they respond and, and then all of a sudden they are attracted to you and you're not attracted to them. And then it sets a dy dynamic that could even be physically dangerous. And I think the other side of the coin is, is that if you're a male and all of a sudden you're starting to flirt with somebody, you could get into the Me Too dynamic. So I personally don't think it's appropriate to flirt unless you're really authentic and you are attracted to somebody. Boy, I, I agree 100% on that one. 
And um, I just think it's, it's a danger zone if you're trying to flirt just to get the sale. Don't do it. So there's a study that will link in the description below um, that does suggest that when women specifically, not so much men, but when women flirt in sales, they do have a higher success rate in sales. What do you think about that? Well, I, I think they can. Um, I think it really depends on the person. Um, and again, I worked at a company where there was a female publisher and she was a very outgoing person, very dynamic, nice looking. And she worked with a predominantly male um, uh, clientele. And it worked for her, but I also saw where it backfired and she caused a lot of issues with women around her. Um, so I've seen it work. Is it a style that I would recommend or that works for me? Absolutely not. There are people out there where it does work for them, but I would be concerned of the ramifications if it didn't. And, and there, there are a lot of ramifications if things go sideways. And I, I totally I, agree with. Go ahead. I Steve. totally agree with you, but I think for, you know, additional reasons, I I think if you're in sales, there's a lot of things you can do to increase your sales. But if you in, do some things and you increase your sales, and you're not authentic about it, eventually that can really come back to haunt you. And then particularly in this in this particular area. If you're going out there and you're kind of giving up who you are or you're selling your soul a little bit, if you don't mind the terminology, I mean, is that really the kind of salesperson you want to be? I mean, there are a lot of things you could do that are illegal or there are things that you could do that aren't maybe moral. And this is one of those categories, I think. You can do a lot of things to increase your sales, but are you really going to do that? And is that going to be who you are? And is that who... You know, you think you can get sales long-term by doing that? So to me, that's a real, like we've been talking about, that's another danger zone. Yeah, your professional reputation could be affected, to your point, Keith. And and I also would like to point out that the, the study is over 15 years. So it's, that is true. it is, um, in today's terminology, it's almost like the dark ages. Um, and it also really <laughs> focuses on being flirty and friendly. And I, I think there's a difference when you're being credible and you're being honest. And some of a, some people are, are really quite friendly. And, um, and that doesn't necessarily mean flirty. So, and then there's, a, there's a being flirty in a very mild but genuine way. Of, of your personality, that's not crossing that line. I mean, Debbie, you said it yourself, and Keith, the fine line um, and where you cross that. And I think it's it, it comes down to being your authentic, genuine self and how you present yourself to others. Well, I think you bring up a yeah. really important point. You know, as a buyer for many, many years in many different areas, if somebody comes on to me as flirty, I personally believe, you know, and I have a very strong feeling that they're hiding something that maybe they don't know their business well enough because they're trying to get the business by flirting. Well, me, I discount them almost right away. And I turn around and say, hey, they're flirting because they want the business. And maybe it's because they can't really know their, their, their industry well enough. So 
I, I think that can really send a wrong message to the buyer. Yeah, so, I agree 100%. Yeah, and you know, the other thing too is that if you are the person doing the flirting and the recipient doesn't like it, they could even consider that harassment and that opens a whole, whole bunch of yeah, doors that you it. don't want to go through. Uh, well, sure, if it's persistent. But you, uh, Debbie and Keith, have both brought up that there might be consequences. Can you delve a little bit more into the potential consequences of flirting for a sale? Well, sure. I, I mean, I think Keith has already brought up a couple where, number one, your integrity is questioned. And number two, it, the perception could be that you don't really know what you're talking about. You don't know your product. You don't know your business. Um, you know, that that is a real danger zone. And another thing that happens, too, is that if you work with several other women and they see you or perceive you as being a flirty one, I've seen women ostracize other women for that. And and that's, that's not good either. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that could go wrong. I think Debbie's right on all those things. And then from a male perspective, I, I, I just know some males can't read these these indications very well. And so to me, a real danger zone, I mean, the worst case scenario is they, you know, a male might think that because of the flirtation that the woman is attracted to them. And then they start, you know, saying, okay, let's go out to dinner, let's date. And then it turns out to be, you know, kind of a stalking situation or a me too situation. Um, I, I just know been around us males long enough that they just, don't read those signals right. And if you even get close to that, they may do the wrong thing. And then all of a sudden you got somebody calling you or stalking you or wanting to go out to dinner or something. And you never intended that. But this poor male, this really insensitive male, maybe I should call it that, just doesn't yeah. get the signal right. Well, I mean, I think you That's might a have a great point, point about um, misinterpreted intentions. However, I, I would say that anyone who starts stalking you, that they've crossed the line, no matter what the precipice Of course, was. of course. Now, and you... I'm not condoning that behavior, but I just know how men are, and stalking maybe is too strong of a word for it, for it, but they'll start calling you up and wanting to date, and that's you had no intentions of that behavior. Sure. So... Keith, you and Debbie have both brought up that it might be okay to flirt when you're genuinely attracted to a client or a prospect, but what could be the consequences of that situation? Well, boy, um, you know, you could end up in a romantic situation, maybe, and then, you know, a couple weeks later, a couple months later, it doesn't work out, and that can be extremely uncomfortable, and it could you know, cause you to lose some business. Um, it could cause how other people perceive you in, you know, the client's office. I mean, you, you really take a gamble when you do that. I agree. I think it's the same way in a, in a work environment. People are attracted to each other and sometimes it's genuine like we've been talking about. But you have to kind of think of the consequences too this buyer, you flirt with the buyer, you're both attracted to each other. And like Debbie said, you go out on two dates and you find out it's 
not really a fit, <laughs> what are you going to do? You still have to go meet with that buyer, and it, it, it could be problematic. You know, if you really attracted the people, I, I remember the dating scene. That's what happens. But you have to be doubly careful in the work or in the buying situation. Yeah, and with a client, there yeah. can also be considered with companies that can be a real conflict of interest. Um, I mean, the buyer could lose their job, you know, um, and once again, yep. your firm could lose the opportunity to even have another salesperson call in the account. Um, that type of conflict of interest is a very big deal, certainly in um, any kind of a sizable corporation. That is that is really a no-no and, and the ethics that they need to follow um, as an I mean, some companies even have very strident rules. You can't, they literally can't even go out to lunch with salespeople. They can't accept any, anything other than like a business card or a flyer from them uh, to uh, avoid those things. So, I mean, it's just, once again, it's, it's a potential a consequence of losing the sale, losing the client, and, and not just for yourself, but for your company. And, and that directly impacts your company's ability to, to to stay in business. A company needs your, the sales. And so you are affecting that company's survival. I mean, I, and obviously just one losing one account, but that could be a very big deal. Uh, is, and that reputation gets around. They talk, uh, one executive talks to another executive about this company. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, you know, there's a whole can of worms that you really don't want to open. The slippery slope oh, yeah. wants to start I mean, on that. Yeah, it is. I mean, you could, in theory. I mean, the worst case scenario is you could ruin your career. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, Debbie, you've already uh, told one story, uh, but if you have any more, or if Keith has any, or Lynn, have you ever witnessed someone flirting to get a sale or heard about someone flirting to get a sale? Um, yes, <laughs> I have. I, I've witnessed it. Um, I've seen it work. I've seen it not work. Um, I think it, I observed it. It was more prevalent um, when I was in the workplace, you know, many years ago. And I was the recipient of, of some of it. It was kind of interesting. I guess it was more for men. But um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, I think in today's environment, it's sort of how we started off. I think it was more prevalent years ago, and today it's people are being cautioned. You know, there's harassment. There's all kinds of things that can be a consequence. And I just say, if you, if you feel the need to flirt, be very careful. I I totally agree with that. Again, also, and I think it has changed. I I think the younger generation has kind of heard enough stories about how it can blow up on them that they're a little bit more cautious. Uh, I also think, you know, having more women in the business environment, I think men now can treat them more like peers than, than maybe 20 years ago. But I think, you know, over my career, I've seen it happen several times, you know, and, and uh, you know, Debbie's exactly right. Sometimes it has worked. And sometimes it hasn't, but more times than than not, I think it's you know it was fun for you know three months, and then you know for the next 
four or five years, they had to live with the consequence of it. And I think most people that I've talked to regret even opening up that door. Yeah, I, I have a personal story where I wasn't flirting, but being friendly. And I was with clients. I've always been friendly. And I it was at a business lunch with a client. And he ended up putting his hand, his completely over my hand. And that made me very uncomfortable. So you could say that was a consequence of my being overly friendly. Um, or uh, but And I removed my hand. But after that, I... I basically tried, I continued to do business with him, but I distanced myself. I was very cautious about when we would meet always at the office. Um, yeah. And, uh, and how, and my behavior and, and how I, um, I sort of closed in on myself a little bit, um, in, in, in working with him. And that way I could shut down any type of, you know, thought that I was interested in anything other than a professional relationship. And I think that's where it comes down to. Sales people are professionals. This is, a, this is the most incredible profession that we can be in. Sales professionals go on to incredible careers. Uh, Keith and Debbie are both living and breathing examples of that. Of Sales teaches you so many things about leadership. So for all the women who are listening, this is, this is about your professional long-term career and the connections that you're gonna make. And, uh, you know, think about that uh, when you're and how your behavior is. I mean, I guess that would be my closing comment. What do you guys think? Well, I, well, I think I, I'll I think... just add. <laughs> Sorry, Debbie. Oh, go ahead, Keith. Yeah, I'm just going to say that, you know, you, you could potentially get some short term gains from flirting in to get a sale. But I've never seen it work long term. I think you put your reputation out there and I think people see through it. It may, may take them a couple months to see through it, but over the long term, I think it's dangerous to do. And my personal advice is don't do it. Even if you're attracted to the person, don't, don't even get involved in that. Be friendly, be open, be energetic. But I think everybody knows where the line is on flirting and I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, and you know, I guess some of my closing comments would be, and it's something that Keith and I talked about earlier, you know, if you're meeting with somebody in an office environment, keep the door open. Um, don't necessarily close it. And um, treat everyone in the office the same way. And also, you know, maintain a wardrobe that is professional and business. And I'm gonna repeat that one again, you know, it, what you're wearing can also send a message. So be that professional salesperson and dress the part. Here, here. Well, thank you so much, uh, Debbie, Keith, and Lynn for your thoughts on flirting with prospects or clients. To our guests and our members, what do you think about flirting to make a sale? Chime off in the comment section because we would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. And if you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, please email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. Thank you so much for listening.